Welcome to the 3C Project. I'm Justin. And I'm Ben. And on this podcast, we are focused on 3Cs, those that are crushing it, those creative entrepreneurs that are making things happen. We're also focusing on people who are creating creatives that are thinking outside the box. And those people that are caring, those loving people that just make the world a better place. That's right, people that are giving back. This is the 3C Project where we focus on the three Cs. Let's get started. Let's go. What is up, everyone? Hey, uh, Ben here in the studio going a little solo right now. Uh, Justin is out in the world doing important things, and uh, I... Uh, I'm not, so I'm going to introduce today's episode. Uh, Today's episode is a good one, but before we move into today's episode, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been showing us your support, all the people that have been rating the podcast, um, you know, commenting or maybe sending like messages through Instagram, which that's right. We have an Instagram account, 3C Project. Uh, The three is like spelled out and then C, and then project. But you can find us, and uh, you'll get weekly updates on on what we're doing around here. Um, but funny story, um, <clears throat> had to clear my throat there. But a uh, funny story, uh, a couple days ago, I got a uh, text message from Justin, and uh, he was very excited. I was actually in line uh, for a, a ride at Universal Studios. Um, not that that matters, and, uh, and yes, I know what you're thinking, Who goes to a theme park during a worldwide pandemic? Um, I do, and uh, I just felt like adding in that detail. But uh, he said, hey, man, I met this amazing business owner who owns a kombucha shop in Columbus, and her story is incredible. And uh, I was equally as excited, and I said, yeah, and then I rode my ride at Universal Studios. Again, a detail that doesn't matter, but uh, I just, again wanted to throw that in there. Uh, so I, um, I'm going to just jump right into Justin's interview, uh, with Soyun Wood. Let's do this. All right. So we are back at the 3C Project. I'm super excited about our guest today. It is Sayoon. She is the owner and operator of Biju Kombucha in downtown Columbus. And she is, in my opinion, just killing the game, doing something that is amazing. Because me personally, I'm just going to be completely honest. I was not a big fan of kombucha. Like I, People told me I had like cultures in it and stuff <laughs> inside of it. And I was like, I will not drink this. And then one day... Our friends are downtown. I said, hey, this is a new place. Check it out. And then she convinced me to try some kombucha. And the, I must say the agave sunrise is phenomenal. Um, can we give a warm welcome? It's just us in the room to our guest today. <laughs> um, so, Yuna, so thank you for coming on the podcast. Of course. I mean, to be perfectly honest, like the first time I had kombucha, I freaking hated it. Really? I was like, <laughs> okay, I know it's good for me, but why am I doing this? I'm not enjoying it. It took me like two years to try it again really? honestly really? yeah yeah and now i make it and sell it <laughs> now, now it's my my business right 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 now like i'm the kombucha lady of columbus so i don't know <laughs> do you like do you welcome that title i mean i just made it up on the fly <laughs> so yes i like it i mean a lot of kombucha people know that like the culture has a mother so i'd like to think of myself as like the mother of the mothers there you go there you go so like do you find that very like all the time that people have that preconceived notion of kombucha yeah, I think I would say like 30% of people who walk in are like, I will not try this or I don't like kombucha. And they're like, mm, and I'm like, chance. let me give you something that will make you like kombucha. Yeah, and that's yeah. what we do. We have um, specifically the agave sunrise. I mean, I, that's what I said. It, 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 <laughs> it brought me over. It brought me over. 
People love that one. It tastes like cherry limeade. You can't be mad at cherry limeade. Yes, I mean, like, it, maybe Sonic should try some kombucha. Right. You know, a partnership. <laughs> you can start bottling it and taking it over For there. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so um, I am just super excited. Like, you know, 3C Project, we're all about creativity, entrepreneurship. And today, I want to talk to you about how you started, why you started, and the fact that, like, starting during it right now, we're in a, we're in a, a pandemic. <laughs> it's a different season. And you started maybe a couple months before it. And so I'm sure there have been people in your ear, things that are saying, like, are you sure you want to do this? So like the theme of today's podcast is all about starting, even though people say stop. But before we jump into that, I have a question I want to ask that I like I like asking entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, like, what is your first memory of like entrepreneurship? What did you have a lemonade stand? Were you selling candy? Did your mom give you allowance, but you were saving half of it because you wanted to buy <laughs> something else? Like, what's your first memory of like a hustle? Uh, maybe not a hustle per se, but like my first memory of entrepreneurship was as a Girl Scout. Okay. Um, we did Girl Scout cookies. Oh, and you were just making the money. Not really, actually. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I've never been like, my whole life I've never been scared to just approach people and ask them for yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, But the only thing I remember about selling Girl Scout cookies is, this is terrible to say, we were outside like a Walmart and we had a stand and these like teenagers drove by and they screamed, are they made of real Girl Scouts? And that's all I remember of my Girl Scout experience. <laughs> okay. But you were still willing to stand outside? Yeah, and, and just happen. ask people. I mean, I had I heard that at this age, I probably would have said, yeah, sure, like come get some. But at the time I was just really surprised. Like, what is happening? Right, I'm like, is this the world that we live in? <laughs> did they really think that? Right, right. Um, that's cool. So did you So did you enjoy that fact? Was there a, like a buzz to it? It was like, oh man, I like doing this. Was it more the people or the action of selling that, that, that you're excited about? I think it was the people. That's like cool. I am a tried and true extrovert. So yeah, just being able yeah. to interact with people, I really enjoy. Yeah, and I, I find that really interesting because that's what that's the goal for me. Like um, the hardest part of entrepreneurship for me was like when I had to put prices on things. Like, Oh my gosh, you know? yes. <laughs> you know? It's so, so hard not to under, undervalue yourself. Yeah, yeah, because I love the people, I love the interaction. And so sometimes that's the reward for me. But mm -hmm. then in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, I need to make money. Right. Like I need to do right. that. Right. For sure. That's also important and stuff. So I love the fact like because we I think we have that in common. Because yeah. like I'll do I do videography and different stuff like that. And so sometimes I'm like my friends need a video and the, my, my heart inside is like I want to do it for free because I love it. you. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, I just want to give my friends some kombucha. Let's oh do it. Oh my gosh. And then like because yours is a tangible thing. Like I can just for sure. give this to right, you. Right, right, like, right. Yeah, but there is also cost to the bottle yes. and all those different things yes. that your friends don't <laughs> think about. They're just thinking about the content. For sure. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's super interesting. And I love the fact that like, even at a young age, there's that spark. There's that thing that you could relate wanting to interact with people then as a young kid to like wanting to interact with people and make them happy as an entrepreneur and starting now. So my first kind of question for you is why kombucha? Like when you were thinking about being an entrepreneur, <laughs> you were doing something like, how did it get to this? For sure. So I actually have a photography background. Um, I was a freelancer for a long time, so I owned my own business. And I guess about, huh, this is probably, I shouldn't say this out loud, but only a year ago, I started making kombucha. Yeah, I know. I know. And I was giving it to my friends and then they started buying it and then their friends wanted to buy it. And I had to figure out how can I do this legally? How can I do this without getting in so trouble? So you were like selling it like out of your house. Yeah. It's like making it 100%. all by yourself. Yep. Homebrewing so like, can it. You, can you go into that a little bit? Yeah. I, like, I would love to hear like, so... When did it go from like, I just made like a batch and I'm drinking it with like my friends to like, oh, I'm, I'm in here. Right, right. Um, so I think I made my first batch in like May of last year. Wow. 
Yeah, I know. I shouldn't say this out loud. No, but the, that is, but you, like, I think that's awesome. Like, you're, you're doing it. I know. Oh, my you're gosh. You're doing it. Yeah. So, I, like, made my first batch and just had a lot of fun making it. Like, I love, I'm obsessed with food. Like, yeah, yeah. I love food and I love science. And I mean, to make kombucha. Friends, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I am, like, my love language is gifts of food. That's what I've learned. Let, so, eat me and we will be friends. Exactly. Exactly. So I was making it um, just for fun and realized like, oh, like this is good. I can yeah. make it taste I'm, good. I'm good at this. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, I'm doing well. And it was pretty quickly, like within the first three or four batches, people were like, let me start paying you for this. And right. I didn't want to take money, obviously, because yeah, like we were saying, right. like, oh, I love you. <laughs> right. I'm like, I love you. Let me give this to you. Um, but people started taking money and then. I had the wild idea of like replacing the kombucha that's on tap at Bear Roots. So I reached out to Bear Roots. Oh, wow. And we had a chat and they tried the kombucha and they kind of said, you know, what's your future? And that's kind of when I had to go, okay, let me figure out what the future is. So wow. initially, um, I think the meeting was in June of last year. They were going to have me brew the kombucha in their Bib City location. Okay, okay. But we realized that to nest a business, two separate businesses within each other, it's super complicated. Yeah, it's and a, like, it's a, lot. it's a pain. It's a serious pain. Um, so that didn't work out the way we intended, which is totally fine. Yeah, but yeah. the more I learned about how to legitimize a business, the closer I got to where I am now. Like, people ask all the time, why kombucha? And yeah. I never wanted to open a kombucha store. Like, where I am today is not what I wanted yeah, necessarily, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. I just didn't want to get in trouble for selling it to my friends. Um, and then and it just morphed into something yeah, and like you fell in love with 100%. it. Yeah, 100%. Wow. I mean, like, any, like, every time I learned more, it was just another door closer and another step closer to where we are. Like, yeah. we weren't necessarily intending to have this amazing location in Uptown Columbus. That was never, like, yeah, a dream. You're right. Like, and you're in a, yeah. you are in a prime. We're in an amazing yeah, spot. If you're, not in, if you're not living in Columbus, Georgia, like, they are right off, like, the main strip of, like, Broadway. There are people, there's tons of foot traffic. Like, literally, we're inside of the shop now. And so somebody just walked by. And they're like, oh, were you coming here? He's like, no. Walked by, saw yeah. the sign, and I wanted to buy some. Like, so, like, there is foot traffic. They're in an amazing location. Yeah, it's worked out phenomenally. Um, but when it kind of landed in our lap, um, in January that this was an option, we had to take it. I mean, we were going to be in a warehouse brewing off, yeah. like in the middle of nowhere. Um, but even in comparison, like the long or the initial startup costs, like this was just such a good deal and yeah. such a good location. We just had to take it. Yeah. So, so like, was it, was it something that was like, was there ever like a fear or was there people that were like, when you were talking about this, yeah. was it everyone around you was like, let's go. Was there times like we say, like when there was like a, <laughs> Well, maybe you should just keep making it for friends. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, if there was, I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of, my husband calls me like a whirlwind. Yeah. And I'm a little impulsive. Yeah. Which like in business can be good and bad yeah. for sure. Yeah, because you like the for me in business, like yeah. once you get your mind on something, yeah, you're like, that's I'm, it. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. I'm yeah. full in and I'm, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. Um, I Anytime there was a no, a better yes came along. So I never got to a point where there were so many rejections or so many problems that it deterred me in any way. Yeah. Um, Can we like talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, you said that every sure. time there was a better, every time there was a no, there was yeah. a better yes. And yeah. I feel like that's something like maybe some listeners or people like kind of have to realize in life sometimes, like, because so many times people hear a no and they're like, okay, 
For I'm, sure. I'm done. I'm washing my hands. Like right. the, the door is closed and nothing else will ever come in my life. Right, like, right, right. I think as entrepreneurs, as business people, as people that want to see like awesome things happen, mm. you have to be okay with no. Yeah. You have to be okay with no because like you know, it's like we're talking about this on this episode. Like you may feel like I need to stop. There may be voices, even if the voices are coming inside of your own head to mm-hmm. say, I need to stop. Like you have to say, like, no, I'm going to start. I'm going to go. I'm going to like <laughs> activate myself because like it's so easy to get caught up in your head and mm-hmm. think that that no is the last opportunity, the last thing that's going to come. Um, For sure. And I think that because I'm an extrovert, too. And yeah. so I think a lot of times there are so many people that are saying yes. And the biggest critic that we have is, is, is right here. Uh-huh. Yeah, For right sure. in our head that we were like. People are like, I love this. This is great. And like, you may have one bad batch and you're, and like, you're like, this is it. I'm done. <laughs> I yeah. quit. I'm washing my hands. Oh, yeah, this. for you sure. Know? I mean, I will say like, it's probably a little bit of a sunken cost fallacy here. Like I put so much in, I can't stop now. Yeah. It's like maybe not the most optimistic way to look at it. Yeah. But I mean, I am in a two-year lease at this point, so, so gotta, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna you know, it, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be successful. Right, make it happen, I can't walk you know? away. Yeah. Um, but as far as like the yeses coming after noes, I don't know. Like, I'm just super grateful to the universe. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I naturally am a fairly like pessimistic person. Yeah. I really am, but I've really learned to just kind of, especially with business, like keep an open mind yeah. and just let. I mean, not let things happen, but be open to new ideas. Yeah, you can't be so. Can't, I feel like sometimes people have the reins so tight. Oh, for sure. That they they can't because I feel like if you did have the reins so tight, you wouldn't have opened this. You for sure. You would you would be like, I'm just gonna like, oh, I'm not gonna make it legal. This is too scary. Right. I'm just gonna brood it for myself. And yep. if you come over, you can have some. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? Exactly. It's not gonna turn into anything else. But you had to be open to be like, well, yeah, this this can happen. This I mean, can be a thing. That's so true. Like that epitomizes our tap room. So like this used to be a fast food place Mm -hmm. and they had a lot of fried food and it was so bad that like it was leaking into the clothing of the people who lived upstairs. Oh, wow. So when we walked in, it was trashed. And like walking in for most people would have been like, no, like this is not something that we're going to do. So after the Bear Roots thing, I decided to reach out to uh, the chamber um, through Startup Columbus, which is like a part of the chamber that helps new businesses kind of learn about business. Yeah. Um, and the person who works there, Ben McMinn, had told me about a nine-week course they offer called Co-Starters. Okay. And it's kind of like the first week you get to know yourself, the second week you test the viability of your business, and then the following weeks are just like, how do I business? Yeah, yeah. So we did that, um, and in the class, like people think I... <laughs> worked my way here like honestly it was everyone before me you know in the class I met someone named Megan and she is a very go-getter like she's fantastic I love her um and she had actually approached my now landlord for her business Mm -hmm. and they talked for hours and somehow our name came up and she told him like they're a good horse to bet on yeah so he was really interested our landlord and he reached out to us like two weeks later and said I have this great idea Like, let me put you in this spot with this boutique owner Mm -hmm. and see what we can make happen. So, I don't know, like a week after that, I met the owner of River Oak Boutique next door. And without, we we hung out um, at one of our events and then we started just texting about what we kind of saw for this space. And without like signing anything or formally agreeing to anything, we started demoing in here. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it was just like, you know, the no from bare roots was big. Like yeah. that 
that was going to help us a lot fiscally to start, yeah, you know? Yeah, because they had a name. They're, right. You know, they're, Bear Roots is a restaurant locally here that's like farm to table, organic, all everything that kind of couples with like what kombucha yeah, is all about. It would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, so there was a no, there was a, like we said, a closed door. Yep. And you could have been like, that's it. Yep. But then like this happened. And so like you're, you got everything, you're walking in. And so like walk us through that again. Like you walk yeah. in, it's like not everything you thought it <laughs> Yeah, <be>. yeah. <laughs> so I remember, I think we toured it first, either in the end of 2019, December or early 2020. Um, so we walked in with the landlord and our current tap room was the office of the former restaurant. Mm -hmm. So there were three walls in here, carpet and plaster everywhere. And wow. so it looked nothing like this. Yeah. Um, we walked into the other side and there was, the floor was rotting out. Um, you walked in and just smelled bad, you wow. know, stuff was yellowing. Then we walked into the kitchen <laughs> and it was, it was in really bad shape. Right. Um, like the floor had been rotting. Um, the walls were stained orange. You know, I don't know when the last time like stuff was clean, stuff like that. So yeah. I think most people probably would have seen it and said, heck no, like this yeah, is this, awful. This is not for me. Right. For sure. Um, but at the time I was just open to anything and I knew that like, okay, a commercial kitchen build out, it's way more than just you know, spending a thousand man hours cleaning a kitchen. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> within maybe a, two weeks after seeing the place, we just started going at it, honestly, wow. yeah. And is, is, this, is this you and friends? Did you have a team or is this like, yeah. I'm just kind of... So <laughs> we got our keys January 17th um, and it was a four-day weekend. Yeah. So it was my husband and... So the first day my husband and I like ripped apart the tap room we ripped walls out. We took ceiling tiles out. We just demolished as much as possible. Wow. And like... That's the fun part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not like house flippers. Yeah. We don't, know, we don't really know what we're doing. Like, I have a YouTube video. Right. And like a crowbar. Yeah. We're like, we have sledgehammers and an axe. Like, maybe we can make this work. So that was the fun day. The next day we came in and it was the kitchen. So, and then you're like... Mm. Yeah. It was not as fun. Um, that weekend, I think throughout different people volunteering. We had probably like 10 or 15 people come through and just help out. Um, one thing that was really helpful was there was like a 4,000 pound vent hood that had sunken into the floor oh. that didn't fit through the door. So we had to disassemble it without setting off the fire suppression in that's internalized in it and get it out with a rotted floor. So we had to <laughs> dis disassemble it, remove everything, chop pieces out, carry it like people were on the ground in pools of grease like there was wow. blood it was like that's literally, when you find out when like your real friend for <laughs> sure it was insane i'm like you guys should not be here <laughs> like <laughs> but you're like your kombucha is that right good. i know those people are like oh they're amazing so yeah in the four days over that weekend we did a lot of work we were like we started and we're like, we can knock this out in four days. Like yeah. we can do this whole thing, <laughs> you know? Started oh like. <laughs> my God, if I had known, oh my gosh. So we did it and Emma, the owner of River Oak was in there too. And her and her husband started demoing their side. Yeah. Um, and it was probably, so we got our tap room or our manufacturing license in March. So it was two straight months of like every single day of the week, except like maybe Sundays occasionally. So we would take a break. Yeah. Just being in here. Like my yeah. husband has a full-time job. Yeah. So on the days that he had to work, I was in here all day. He'd come after work and then do more work. Like that's, 
I mean, that's great, but I love that. Like that, yeah. because that's the stuff that's like, you know, like you have to be willing to do what no one else wants to do. For sure. To have something that's like, that's, that, that is this. Like so many people are walking in, they're looking at your highlight reel. They're like, wow. I'm, and they're going to go home like, I want to start a business. And it's going <laughs> to die at that idea. For you know? sure. I mean, and I know this is really like, I was, I had an interview yesterday and I told someone, I told the interviewer that if anyone else in Columbus wants to start a kombucha business, like do it. It wasn't a challenge. It wasn't like a threat. Like by all means do it. But the amount of work, it's insane. And if yeah. someone else wants to do it, like I'll help them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's the mindset that we need. I think entrepreneurs need to have. Like, yeah. like let's like push the market forward. Let's For like sure. come again, come alongside each other. And like when you make it like a much like, again, we're about people. We yeah. want to help people. Then I feel like that's going to come back to you. That's going to help you. That's going to like come full circle because sure. like it's not going to, you don't want to have a mindset that's like, I'm going to crush every, you know? Yeah, like, right. Because like, yeah, you might, you might be successful. You right. might do that, but you're not, you're not going to be happy. I don't feel yeah. like, you know, you're going to be always be like, I'm just looking for the next person to step on. For sure. Instead yeah. of like looking for the next person like to build up, you know? And so that is awesome. You know, that story of like just making like, cause like, right now, you know, you can't see this as a podcast, but like this nice <laughs> exposed brick, it looks really good in here. Like oh my to gosh. hear like, it was like just a grease stained, nasty mess. It was bad. <laughs> and like this brick was covered in plaster and really? that brick was covered in plaster. Wow. And so not only did we like break all of it down, we then had to grind all of the excess plaster off. Wow. And then we had to hand brush it. That was all paint there. So we had to strip that. I have literally skin missing from my hand <laughs> I, I where the chemical the, burns wow, happened. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so was there ever a point that was like, I don't know if we can do this. I mean, so to all future business owners, like don't, don't do any work before you sign a lease. Um, we're, it worked out really well. Like our landlord, I would consider him a good uh, friend, you know, but we did work before we signed a lease. Mm. So like every day when it got really hard, I would look to my husband and be like, I mean, we didn't sign the lease. Like, <laughs> we, can, we can still like, leave. Are we sure we want to <laughs> sure go Right, right. But then again, it happened with the sunken cost fallacy. Well, like, well, we've already poured, like, X amount yeah. of money into this. I guess we got to stay. I don't want to see somebody else come in and be like, oh, I can finish this. They're right, already halfway right. there. <laughs> I'm like, I did all of this. Like, literally, I haven't cried in the store yet, but my blood and sweat are all over this yeah. place. So. Yeah, you had to, like, see it through to make it happen. You know? Oh, my God. And so, yeah, that's a great, like, segue. Like, so if you're, like, talking to someone, yeah. like, you meet a young person that's like, I have this idea, I want to do this, There, it, whether it's just my own thoughts, For whether sure. it's just other people that are, like, saying, like, I shouldn't do this, or I should stop, or I shouldn't make it happen, like, what would you say to that, that person that maybe you walked in and you saw them down the street, and they're like, hey, this is my advice for you? Oh, um, I will say that, like, in one vein as a business owner, I'm super lucky that my husband has a full-time job. Yeah. yeah. So I think if this were an attempt to be our only source of income, it would be really hard. It would yeah. be a lot more intimidating. Um, and I know that I really should operate the business as if it is our sole source of income. That way we're really pushing the envelope and everything yeah. that we do. But I am super lucky. Like even yeah. if this fails, we can still put food on the table. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and to other people in the same situation where like your partner works or you have a stable source of income, like go for it. There's yeah. nothing to lose. There, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like you fail, but you just learn, you know, yeah, and I feel like that's a big principle. So many people are scared to fail. Yes. And like, but like, I feel like I've learned the, some of the biggest things in my life through failure. And I feel like so many people close that door for themselves because they're so 
unwilling to just step out and For sure. potentially fall on their face. But like in that process and in the falling and in the getting up, you learn so much. And I feel like even through talking to you right now, you were like, you were learning. You had, I'm sure there were many failures. I'm like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta file this this way. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and like through that, you learned what you need to do. And I'm sure like, we fail every single day. You For know? sure. Like, but if we hold our lives so like tightly, like I don't feel like we'll, we'll ever have the, be able to step out. I feel like, like I said earlier, so many of our ideas will die. Some of our ideas will just die as oh, for I- sure. ideas. Right, you know? right. And I feel like there's people that are listening. There are people that are in life that have like the next revolutionary idea, but they don't have the gumption or the thing inside of them to like go out and do it because they're, they're scared that they're going to fail. But for guess sure. what? You will. Yeah, right, <laughs> you, right, right. You 100% will fail at some point yeah. in trying to start your business and doing something else. Like, we're both married and I'm sure there are times that I have failed and oh, on my yeah. face. I feel in, you. <laughs> in my relationship, you know, but like that's what love is. Like I'm willing to work through that and make it happen. And I love my business. I love things. And so you fight for it and you work for it sure. out, you know? And I feel like that is the difference in, in just like, and what makes an entrepreneur an entrepreneur, you know, like when I was just going to work and I was working at a restaurant, like right. it wasn't like I, when I failed and messed up there, that feeling was like, Oh, I just hate this place. Right. 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 <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. There wasn't a passion of like, Okay, I'm gonna learn from this. I'm right. gonna make it happen and complete as long as I want it because it was it's my baby. Like yeah, this. it's not. It's less of a reflection of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, okay, if I fail now, like I this is on me. Like, right. If I I want this to be successful, I want people to love this. I want people to speak highly of this because like this is on me. So I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna grind. I'm gonna do what I need to do to produce the best kombucha in Columbus, which I feel like you've had. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, and I, can I just say like again, we're in, we're live inside of the shop, and like every time someone walks in, like. Your customer, like this, like your your service, like you're just talking to people. You're like asking them questions, like <laughs> you know, like and I'm just like, wow, like I just want to come in in here just to like hang out, you know, well, like good. <laughs> bring my laptop, bring some kombucha, and right? like you know, if this wasn't COVID, you know, just, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a normal situation. But like, I am super inspired by your story because of like you just have this, like you know, we just met a couple weeks ago, but like you have this tenacity about you. <laughs> You know, like, and you. Like, there's like a, like you said, if I have an idea and I want to do something, yeah. like the fact that like last year is when you had the idea of wanting to start <laughs> and it's not like you used to keep saying stop, like it's a bad, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. That's like inspirational. The fact Thanks. that like you had, because there are so many people that have been sitting on ideas for like five, six years or like, that are great ideas. Right. But they're just sitting on them. There's not even like, even like trying to get a business partner or sell the idea to somebody right. else. Like, it's just like a. You know, there's how many times you be sitting in a car and like someone's passing or something and someone's like, you know, they could put that right there. That'd be really good. Yeah, and for like, sure. Okay. Like, let's do it. How do we do it? How yeah. do we do it? Let's make this happen. You know, like a customer just came in now and she was like, I'm from like Washington and they have fresh kombucha there. And I was like, sad when Columbus didn't have that. And like you saw that for sure and answered that. You for know? sure. And so, like, so many people, if you're listening right now and you have an idea and you're like, I see a need and mm. I see something go for it yeah. you know try yeah. it go and like be okay with like it might not work the first time but you'll learn something and it'll be so much better more beneficial for you in the long run oh like for you sure have to be like willing to go yeah you know? and i mean like i said before like i'm super lucky that i came from a place of privilege in this business like it's not my only source of it it's, yeah. it's no source of income like we don't pay ourselves it you know yeah. like and I still don't feel like I'm working. I've never once woken up and gone like, man, I don't want to be here. Cause yeah. it just feels, <laughs> feels like I'm just playing all the time. And like, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of money to play with. Sure. But it's just 
you know, it's just another extension of me. Like I get to play with my food for a living and I get <laughs> like, to like yeah. share this with people. And I love that. Like, I'm not necessarily trying to, you know, take the global market or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. be the next kombucha brand. I'm just doing something that I love and sharing with people who are also excited about it. And I feel like and the thing is like for everyone listening, I feel like you have the opportunity to do those things because your mindset has never, your mindset wasn't even to have a brick and mortar. Your mindset has always been to serve people and make a great product. For sure. And that is taking you to where you're at. And so the, <laughs> what you said, like, I don't want to be a global brand or I don't want to do those things. Yeah, like, yeah. But I'm, I, I guarantee if someone's like, Hey, I really feel like this is, you'd be like, well, let me weigh those options. Right, and, yeah. and let's see what happens. Right, but like right. your mindset isn't just, I'm going to bulldoze. I'm going to get there. It's like, let me make a great product. Yeah. And let me make this like so good that, and like your passion lies there and the doors have opened. Yeah. So, so like this is speaking to somebody else, like work on your product, make sure you have a good product and make sure that you love what you're doing. And I believe the doors will open like work. And I'm not just saying like, don't work hard. Like, right, like yeah, she right. was working, she was ripping down walls, she <laughs> yeah. was making things happen, but her, her passion lied and not being in the next, like philanthropist doing all these things sure. like wanting to have all these like stores and different locations it was like no let me make my one location my first it started with like my product my yeah, drink yeah let me do this and it's grown into this naturally not out of like a selfish desire to like bulldoze no market, not at all not but out of like a <laughs> hey i like this, this I, 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 yeah i so i, I yeah. enjoy this and i feel like as things grow like you bring people on there that do the things you don't like to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then it just becomes something different. And I feel like I respect that so much. And like, like I said at the beginning, like you have a story that I feel like you don't understand how, like, cause I was inspired. <laughs> I'm inspired you. by it because like, again, the, the, have the, 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 the thing inside of you to yeah. be like, all right, let's go. I mean, and, I think I just like to gamble, you know, yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, it's like no, no regrets. Let's, let's, let's go full in. And like, that is like, in. And that's how you like the any business you think about it, there. There's always that pivotal moment. For that's sure. Like, let's go. You know. Yeah. And so th- was there a moment for you that was like when it, we didn't really talk about that. You said that you started a year ago. But yeah. Like, what was the moment that you were thinking and it was like, all right, let's let's go. <laughs> if I've been like perfectly honest, I still haven't felt like I'm all in. Like yeah. I still haven't been, been like this is like we're doing this. It still yeah. just feels it's like a new. project. It's yeah. New, yeah. Like there was no moment where I was like I am like you know, the kombucha lady or I am, this is my business. Like it's still just like glorified playtime, you know? And like, that's the place I'm really happy to be. That's okay. Yeah. And I, this is is successful playtime. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it, uh, I'm so lucky that it's taken off the way it has. I mean, we knew that our target demographic was like people in our age group and like, you know, people in our income bracket, but it's grown to be so much more than that. And yeah. like, I think a part of it is that we embrace our community so much and we like involve other brands with our stuff, but man, it's been freaking amazing. Honestly, yeah. it's yeah. been so cool. cool. <laughs> I, I love that, you know, and as we kind of like wrap up and just like talking about that, is there, uh, we already asked about the, inter- in the advice, but my, yeah. my, one of my last questions I want to ask you is, um, if we're going to a, a karaoke party, Okay. Yeah, so, you know, and like you have to sing a song and you're on stage. Oh, what are you, what are you singing? What I you, don't karaoke. I don't either. I, like, don't. I, like, don't, I don't. I've I, never stood up and done karaoke. But if you had to, 
Oh, honestly, okay. So my friends just had a karaoke party like two weeks ago, uh-huh. and then I went home and in bed at like two a.m. I was like looking I, at songs I, I would, like, do. What would I do. Hundred percent. Um, the only one that I could kind of do because I used to listen to it every day in college is the Kid Cudi Kanye West remix of Make Her Say. Oh yeah, That's I, what love I, would that. Do. I love that song. <laughs> I love that song. Like, I'm such like a like. That's just. People wouldn't expect that. Yeah, like, they would be like, it would come on. It was like, oh, oh. yeah. I like work in the back in the kitchen and like listen to Chance the Rapper. All yeah, like, that's dude, all I, I, I love. I like. I'm a big Chance, big He's Chance awesome. fan. Yes, yeah. that is awesome. So, um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the podcast of and course. just talking and sharing your story. Um, if you are living in Columbus, please come down, check out. What is the address? It's 1204 First Avenue, Suite C, as in Charlie. We're yes. right next to, two doors down from Plucked Up. Yes, you, you, if you're from Columbus, you know where Plucked Up is. Yeah, right. So like, go get some chicken and then come and cleanse your insides. Exactly. <laughs> they go. cancel each other out. You're yeah. good if you do that. Oh, I, need to, I need to let you say, okay, so like I said, I yeah. didn't like kombucha. What, what is kombucha? What is like, why is it beneficial? What okay. is the, I, for anyone listening, yeah. they might be like, I, I was here for the story. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so I like to call kombucha like an effervescent probiotic drink. Um, what it oh, really is. Was, okay, that line is what got me to drink it. So I was like, don't think, she's like, don't think about it as kombucha. Think about it as an effervescent <laughs> probiotic. I was like, oh, I'm dr- this is, help. oh. <laughs> right, I know. My liberal arts degree is like totally working for me right now. Um, so it's basically fermented sweet tea. It's a, it's got a culture of bacteria and yeast and it produces probiotics, acetic acid, other beneficial acids. Um, so your good gut health dies about every four days. So you need to provide your body a source of probiotics, whether that be like in pill form and kombucha, kimchi, sauerkraut, fermented foods. Yeah. Um, so kombucha is just another way to kind of replenish your gut with good gut bacteria. Um, but a lot of kombucha tastes vinegary and our whole bit is like making it taste good. Yes. So that's what we they, do. They have done that. <laughs> Very well. So Thank like you. I said, if you're interested in trying kombucha, if you want to like, you know, be a part of it and like come down, check it out. Thank you again so much for being on the podcast. And um we'll catch you um next time. Yeah. I come drink oh, can I drink kombucha as much as I want? Is that is there, yeah, is there so a I limit? Mean, so my friend Tim, who was actually just in here, he he has told me that he's consumed like 64 ounces in a day and been fine. So I mean, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Okay, cool. So again, closing out. We'll see you next time. We're jumping back to me and Ben. That's going to kind of wrap up the podcast. Thank you again. We'll of see course. You. Thank you. Man, uh, that was not only a solid interview, but now I really, really want some kombucha. Wait, do you, do you actually enjoy kombucha? Yeah, because actually, I, 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 I did, as I admitted. I actually really genuinely like kombucha. Okay. Not only, uh, well, I'm going to be honest with you. Most things that I eat and consume uh, are simply just because like of the health benefits behind them. Yeah. So, like, so does that count for all drinks too? Like, do you actually have a drink that you drink? that's like, I enjoy this. So is a kombucha enjoyable drink or just like, I'm just using the cultures to scrape my body clean. Well, I, okay. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's mostly because I know it's like, there are it's just cleansing the inside of my organs like Like that is the biggest reason you actually enjoy the taste at all let's move on justin to uh to some some takeaways of uh i'm trying to get free kombucha okay Okay, okay. so i don't want to be like i hate it well maybe if i'm like oh i don't like it she's like oh i'll 
I wasn't I'll a make believer you like it. Give until you free I had the Agave Sunrise from there, and it was phenomenal. So, but yes, what were your biggest takeaways from this episode? You weren't able to be there. You got to listen to it before anyone else because, like, you're exclusive. Um, but what is your biggest takeaways? The golden nuggets, as we say here on the Three C Project. Uh, what's what's the first nugget? Man, I took so many notes on this episode, and there, there were so many amazing takeaways. But um, if I were just to, to say everything that I took away, we would be here for eight hours. The big takeaway, or as we call Justin, the golden nugget. The golden that I, nugget. The good stuff. The best, the best part to me. Um, I loved when she was talking about legitimizing her business, like doing it the right way like she started like she was making kombucha at home and friends were like this is good and then she's like selling it from home and then she was like no like i gotta do this thing the right way I i just remember for me when i first started filmmaking like um i was not doing everything like by the book, like I, I wasn't like using copyright free music. Wait, wait, um, you were stealing businesses. Listen, man, I just I uh, I have repented and and moved forward. Robin Hood, that's the the whole mindset. (laughs) And uh, and have made amends, but uh, and also like businesses were just like writing checks out to me and uh, and not like a company name and. There just came a point where I was like, I cannot take myself serious as a professional um, if I'm cutting corners. So, you know, got like a music subscription, like everything I do is like copyright free. Like even if it's like pictures or like or uh, stock footage, like it's all legitimate um, and, you know, got an LLC for my business. And so they write it out to yes. my company, Did not just me. Books? And it's so important that when you run a business that you're not cutting corners and you're not, you know, accidentally stealing, even if you don't understand all the rules, uh, that you just do things the right way. So I, I loved that part of when she said, like, she needed to do it the right way. That is so true because there are so many, like, creators and, like, entrepreneurs and people that I follow online that I'm like, oh, they're doing so great. And, like... Sometimes you don't, like when you compare yourself to people online, you don't see the behind the scenes. And so there was one creator that I follow. He was like, he was doing great. And then one day he was like, well, guys, I need to be honest. I have getting um, tons of fines and fees for tax evasion because I haven't been doing everything the right way. And I'm just in a heap of, 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 of mess. And I was like, well, you know, on the outside, I was like, you're my idol. You are doing everything the right way. And here you are crumbling <laughs> under debt. So, yes, do things. Listen, I'm going to be honest, man. When like the wake up call for me, I did this vlog. I was at like Disney World and like added a song by some mainstream artist. I don't even remember, Um, but they were signed by Sony. And then Sony like sent me an email and they're like, take everything down or we will destroy you. And I was like, (laughs) absolutely. That's why he and doesn't so at shoot that with point, Sony I was cameras like, now. He's like Panasonic because I hate Sony because Sony was trying to take me down. Panasonic <laughs> all the way. Um, and at that point, I was like, all right, I uh, I need to legitimize like right now. <laughs> That's Scariest a, moment of my life. You know, and you were telling me um, earlier, man, that you really kind of resonated with her whole principle about like her whole, I guess, like her mindset in, in life about like every time there was a no, there was a better yes. And I feel like that was my biggest thing as well and i loved like i loved that like that's like like that rings true for everything and like i say as the old adage say um hindsight is 2020 you know when you look back when i look Mm -hmm. back at my life every time there was a no every time i thought something wasn't going to happen there was a better yes that was around the corner you know um 
What are yeah. your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, I just thought it was so funny because she said that and it was like absolutely brilliant and she didn't even realize. And like, I was like, no, my jaw was no, like, slow down. My jaw was like <laughs> dropped. I was like, wait. And then you like stopped her and like dissected that. And I was like, thank goodness. Cause that was just pure gold. But yeah, I mean, I think it goes, it goes back to a common theme of what we talk about. Like you have to believe in yourself and what you do so much that Um, sometimes like you just believing in yourself, is that better? Yes. You know what I mean? Sometimes, um, just your values and, 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 you know, we, we've talked about that kind of stuff on this podcast before, but there's always going to be these no's. There's always going to be these obstacles. Like it's never going to be easy. So you have to have that better. Yes. Like it's not just, Oh, you know, if no, it's when these things like try to stop you, like, it's so important to have that yes. Yes. You and you have to like hold on to that, you know, like not be discouraged and always never realize that like you may it may seem like you should quit and you have to assess that. You have to be real about it, but sometimes like you have to persevere and you have to like be willing to start when everything around you was like give up. You're like, "No, I I believe in this. Yeah. I'm going to fight for that." Yes, there's more those no's that are happening, but like I'm going until that I get the yes that I want. That's so good. So good. I loved, I loved this interview. It's talking and it's being a part of like it's interviewing people in the city of Columbus is like really, yeah. really exciting. I have some other interviews. I'm not going to, not going to spoil for you guys. Like we had, we already have them lined up and like there's guests that Ben's talking about guests that I'm talking about that just, it's just good stuff. I just wanted to throw that in there. I'm excited about where the three part. This is only our second guest and I'm already just jazzed about what, where we're going. Oh, jazzed. What a, jazzed. what a word. Can I, I'm going to start using that word in everyday conversation. Uh, and then people will say, that's a great word. And but then hopefully they will start I'm saying the word jazzed, jazzed about you using jazzed. I'm jazzed that you're jazzed about it. Ugh. See what we're doing here. We're, <laughs> we're starting a movement here. Uh, Justin, why don't you tell, uh, the, the people out there that are listening just a little bit about the, uh, the Instagram account. Oh, we just lost a uh, lost. They didn't lose it. We just launched a new Instagram uh, <laughs> called uh, called it's called the it's called Three C Project. But you spell it out three C three uh, Project C. on Instagram. Uh, you can follow us there. We're gonna be posting like in the quotes from our episodes, the pictures of all our guests. You can put a face to the wonderful voices that you are hearing. Um, it's a place that we can engage and hopefully, like when we build an audience there, when we do the mail times and we're um, getting questions from all of you, we will get them there. Um, we are just excited just to really kind of share content and like give a little visual representation of all of the things that you are hearing um, in your ears. Awesome. And then the beautiful layout is all Justin's, uh, <laughs> his, his work. He just sends me screenshots and I'm like, yeah, it looks great. I love I, it. I so approved. professional. I, I, Much. I, wow. Maybe I think. And like, then I get like half the credit for I all the work. I, mean, I might it's care amazing. a little bit too much about those things, but you know, aesthetics are very important to me. So. Listen, you could never care too much about aesthetics. Okay. Aesthetics are life. All right. Aesthetics. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying the word correctly, but it sounds fun. So we're just going to go with that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the three C project. This has been really, really fun. And I hope you guys learned something. Yes. Um, And if, if you want to do something, be, be like Sayoon, 
okay? And work really hard and Go open up some kombucha it. shops. <laughs> Start making it in your house and then make it legal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, well, we don't love do you. it illegal or Sony will get you. Sony will come knock Justin, down your door. Why don't you take us out this time? Because I did it last time. All right. Um, we love you. We thank you for listening to the 3C Project. We cannot wait until you hear us later. We'll see you next time. Bye. Wow. You, we said it right. The right way. You will hear, yeah. you will hear us later. We're podcasters now. <laughs> oh, we're official. All right, guys. See ya. Bye.